Welcome to The Recap, the portion of our podcast where we recap the previous week's sermon. Here with Dave. Hey. Hi, Dave. Stacy. Hi. Ethan's over there produce, producing. He's waving at you through the microphone. And uh, yeah. So we're going to recap the last sermon. Uh, it's been part of our Citizens and Sojourners uh, series. And this one was called A Scattering People. Came mm. right after A Gathering People. So we gather and then we scatter. Yeah. So why don't you recap it for us, Dave? I think one of you should take a shot at it. Just, just tell me the main, some of the main things you got before I summarize it. And then you say, what did you think? Come on, someone, anyone listen? Go ahead, Stacy. <laughs> oh boy, it's so painful. <laughs> It's, it's so, like a t- it's so like painful. <laughs> no, it's like it's like a test. Like, well, I'm gonna what go, did you <laughs> go clean out my desk? It's so so painful. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like I it's know. a test. The teacher's quizzing you. Like, what did you remember from what I said? No, there's four no, days there's, ago. There's no quiz. I I sometimes oh. am trying to remind myself what I said right in this well, moment. I I don't think I can give a recap, but it was Act 17. Yeah. 22 to 28 was yep. the text. Did you remember that or did you look at your worship bulletin? I actually jotted a couple of things down this week wow. because I knew that we would review in staff meeting and if any other things like this came up. Yeah, good for you. I wouldn't have to rely on my memory. That's great. Um, but that passage um, is Paul's little speech or I don't know if it's a speech or a sermon, whatever you would call it, but... Um, I think that you talked about that God has determined mm-hmm. our dwelling place and the times that we're here mm-hmm. and just that he's sovereign over where he's placed us mm-hmm. and to use that as an opportunity to do ministry and share yep. the gospel. Then you talked about the, us being a light. Mm-hmm. You went to Revelation. Lampstand. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lights right. that make up a lampstand. Right. See, Ambassadors I've... that make up an embassy. Yeah. You guys are the letter it. to the Ephesians in Revelation, right? Yeah, yeah. That was really good, um, and I really appreciated. You know, you highlighted like what Paul was commending about them, mm-hmm. or not Paul, John. Sorry, mm-hmm. commending about the church, and then he had you know a harder word for them mm-hmm. that they had forsaken their first love. Yeah, and so I really appreciated your focus on um, just for ourselves, like having the right theology and all of that is really important. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have love, you know, I was thinking of first Corinthians 13 because yeah. we've been yeah. memorizing that yeah. earlier this year. And just, if you have all of these things, if you have da, 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 yep. you know, listing these things out, but you don't have love. Yeah. It's nothing. That's right. Yeah. So it was kind of a good um, heart check. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, one of the reasons <clears throat> I went there is because we don't often think of our our love for Jesus or our faithfulness to the Word um, or our faithfulness in, you know, being a holy people as part of our witness. It's less, you know, we just think of just, just talking about Jesus. Um, and I think it's a good word uh, for, for a place like Bethlehem South in that, you know, sometimes you hear, well, Bethlehem's, you know, really heavy on theology and that can almost sound like a, a negative thing mm-hmm. and it's not a negative thing. It's a really important thing unless it's not driven by yep. love for Jesus. Right. And it's, 
we don't want to um, thumb our nose like we have all this knowledge and we're not doing this sin or that sin. We know better than the culture. We want to love Jesus so much that that keeps us faithful to his word, mm-hmm. which is an invitation to knowing him more and into his commands, which lead to life, like true life mm-hmm. in him. You know, we don't abstain from sin because it's on our checklist of, you know, don't do that, but we abstain from sin because we love Jesus. We want to fellowship right. with him. So helpful word for, yeah, it was a good word for my heart too, mm-hmm. just to look at why do we why do we do what we do? Yep. Do you want to say anything else about, you know, recapping or... Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, then the, then the other part is we eventually got to talk about Jesus, you know. So we are ambassadors too, right? So we live, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I said, live the puddle, oh. the puddle, live and love faithfully. Oh yeah, I talked to the kids about you know it's easy to jump over a puddle. Mm-hmm. What if you had to jump over a raging river and then, and, and on the other side of that river was eternal life. And mm-hmm. someone comes and they say, hey, there's a bridge, <laughs> right? Walk across with me. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't wouldn't we want to then help others find that bridge? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that that's the privilege and the responsibility we have as an embassy mm-hmm. here in a foreign land is to go and say, hey, there's this place and this person, that's that's all you've been looking for. He'll forgive your sins. He'll bring you into true life. He'll bring you into eternal life. You can be with him forever starting right now, and you can come into this people and uh, be a part of a family. So I think, yeah, I think just to say that we, yeah, we want to live a certain way. We want to be faithful and not, not fall into sin but at some point, the way people come to know Jesus is they hear about Jesus. And I think that mm-hmm. those go together. You know, our faithfulness in living and loving Jesus and, uh, and telling people about Jesus will, will be really important. So. You had a really, really great line about oh, the, way that our <laughs> the way that social media and our, the algorithms that we see online train us to react to people we disagree with. Do you remember how you said that? I think I said something like, um, you know, the polarization of our time and the algorithms on our phone are training us that if we disagree with somebody, we must necessarily be afraid of them or angry at them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, the the, the line I was trying to walk there is to say, you know, we, we don't exist as a church to win the culture wars. We do care about Christian morality because it's a way into life. And the middle line in there is we're going to stand on what's true because we love Jesus. Right. And we're going to, we can disagree charitably. You know, like an example would be like I've, you know, I've got some neighbors that are obviously um, making lifestyle choices that just, you know, I would just see. They're they're very in line with where the culture is going. And, uh, and maybe they would think, oh, you're a pastor, so you're just going to, you know, condemn me and be you're angry at me and you know and I just would want to say hey I I love Jesus and so I'm submitted to his word uh, just like I hope you are because I think it brings true life and I want to listen to you and love you and I don't I don't need to be angry or afraid of you right mm-hmm. uh, you're made in the image of God and you're walking in sin I've walked in sin Jesus has saved me and he's given me more and more light to walk in and I want I want you to come on into that as an mm-hmm. invitation um not as condemnation, you know? So I think that there's just, sometimes sometimes I just think as Christians, we, we're we very afraid and very reactionary. And I'm like, man, if we have what's actually true and what's actually leads to full abundant life, we have nothing to fear. Mm-hmm. And therefore it should make us very at rest and able to engage people mm-hmm. wherever they're at. Yeah, I think it's just tempting. And maybe it's just part of human nature that we feel like we have to 
fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so if the culture is angry or lashing out at Christians or saying that, you know, whatever, X, Y, and Z about the church, well, then our natural inclination would be to use those exact same tactics. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Which is what, yeah. how online is training us to react and mm-hmm. be and yeah. communicate. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really, really, I mean, if you want to be countercultural, react with a solid, calm confidence in the love of God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yep. that's gonna that's gonna stick out. Yeah, more than just yelling right back. You right, know? right, right. Kindness and hops- hospitality mm-hmm. are, uh, I think, the need of the hour. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And again, that doesn't mean you're giving up your convictions. You're, right. You're right. Holding yeah. on to the truth and then sharing it with love and. Yeah. Which to Stacy's point, all of that has to come out of a heart that just loves Jesus right. more than anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, you, if you love Jesus more than anything, then you know he's what's best for your neighbor. He's what's best for you. And you just want more of him <laughs> everywhere, you know, everywhere mm-hmm. you are. Yep. So you can't compromise the truth. You can't compromise Christ. But man, you can sure, like you said, have this confidence in him that makes you mm-hmm. really able to talk to anybody. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if he loved us when we were his That's enemies. Right. Yeah we, because of him, can love others that we disagree with. Maybe they're not even our enemy, but we just disagree about something. That's right. We can love them. That's right, we can. (laughs) Yep. So maybe there's someone who's listened to your sermon and is starting to get this and like, oh man, yeah, like this is what I should be doing as a Christian, but I'm just nervous. I'm scared. I don't know. Do you just have one just really brief thing that you would want to say to someone? Like, oh, I, I see that I should be just eager to build that bridge for someone, but uh-huh. I'm, I don't, I'm scared. I would, uh, I think I've, I keep saying this over and over again, you know, I've talked about prayer walking your neighborhood, but I, I think, mm-hmm. I think I would just start by faithfully praying for that person, faithfully praying for your neighborhood, faithfully, because I think what prayer does is we're bringing to God our heart for these people. I think those are the kind of prayers God loves to answer. And I think, um, it will just grow your heart to the point where you'll you'll be like, I, I got to do this. You mm-hmm. know, um, man, it's a great it's a great time to ask a question. Thanksgiving is coming up, Christmas mm-hmm. is coming up. Yep, bring some Christmas cookies. Uh, you know, bring over a pie and say, uh, I've been praying for you, and I'm just I want I want to bless you in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And no one's gonna get mad that you brought him a pie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if they do, it's okay. Yep. Um, so, I think it's a great time to start thinking that way. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. It's helpful. Thanks, Dave. See you.